Welcome into another special edition of the Hot Topic Podcast. I'm Sean Campbell, and it's another edition of the miniseries My Favorite Lineup. This time you will hear my favorite lineup, Sean Campbell, and Mitch Gallo's favorite lineup as we will dive into our favorite Canadians and our favorite NHL players all time. The Hot Topic Podcast is brought to you by Club Sportif CDL. It is the place for tennis, squash, and fitness located 8305 Chemin Cote d'Elias in the West Island. Check out their clay courts. Check out everything, their bar, their food, their spin classes, their pickleball. I know. What's pickleball? Well, you should know what pickleball is because that is picking up some steam in the fitness world. They also have four squash courts and a full gym with ton of free classes www.clubcdl.com or on Facebook, Club CDL. The Hot Topic Podcast also brought to you by betonline.ag. Sign up today, use the promo code HOTTOPIC and receive a 50% welcome bonus. Every spread, every total, every winner or loser, straight bet, parlay, or tease your way through the season. You could even bet on different proposition bets from what team will win the opening faceoff to which team will score first in a certain game. Get the fastest to market odds, updates, and payouts with our new sportsbook partners, betonline.ag. And the Hot Topic Podcast also brought to you by Aviva Greek Tavern. It's moved. They're now at 4868 Sources, Corner Awesome, Living across from the old Adonis. They have great lunch specials starting, yeah, get this, at $9.95 every day. A variety of fresh fish daily. You can even order your fish of choice in advance. You can find them on Uber Eats and Skip the Dishes. No thanks. No thanks. Yeah, no thanks. Gallo and Sean are the best guys with that show I love. It's called what? The show you love that you don't know the name of? No, because uh, I'm in a mental hospital. I can't get out. <laughs> Hold on. I got it for you. It's more of a, uh, a hot topic. <laughs> hot topic. Yeah, yeah. Hot topic. Hot topic. Yeah. Seamster Campbell. You are No! Campbell and Gallo, two guys who spend way too much time together. They're, they're pretty tight, those guys. Similar interests. They hit that show, Hot Topic. That's what best friends do. No! 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 Looking forward to this one. Myself, Sean Campbell, Mitch Gallo, and my favorite lineup. We've heard from Mitch Melnick. We've heard from Dan Robertson. We have a few cooking up. But don't you worry. Episode 7 of the Hotopo, the Hot Topic podcast, is coming very soon. Mitch Gallo is back from Aruba. There is so much to get to in the world of the National Hockey League and the Montreal Canadiens. So stay tuned on every single platform from iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, you name it, SoundCloud. We got it. But first, my favorite lineup, Campbell and Gallup. Welcome into a special edition of the Hot Topic Podcast, as we call this, my favorite lineup. And this time it features Mitch Gallo and Sean Campbell. Yes! As we get to... 
let you know our favorite lineup all time. Some of our favorite players, we have our three forwards, our two defense, our favorite goaltender, and we're going to have two different categories. By the way, you can participate on the uh, Hotopo here, the Hot Topic podcast, with your favorite lineup. Just uh, tweet at Mitch Y. Gallo, Sean R. Campbell. I know this is done a little bit differently, but we've been thinking about this. This is a little project that I've been working on, Mitch. I've actually been trying to figure out my top 10 favorite players, not by position, all time. And I'm having a tough time narrowing it down. So I'm trying to come up with a little bit of a formula. Like, See, if I, if I was to rank a top 10, I think I'd have an easy time. Like, you're giving me more guys, and I could just pick whatever I want. I, I, I don't know. 10, I think, would be easy. No, but because I, I'm getting into the 15 range, and then it's like, what order, too? I okay, know, the I order's wanna, tough. The order yeah. is tough, and, and who would be at number one, who would be at number two, why? Because there's sometimes there's just players that I like, but they're off of players that I liked before. You know, I think about all the Atlanta Thrashers that I that I like. It was all because of Ilya Kovalchuk, because I was following him. All the Vancouver Canucks were because of Pavel Bure. So it's kind of like a spin-off effect. If you made me like other players, then I think you became more of my favorite player. <laughs> if you were my first favorite player, how much does that go for? Oh, the first is always important. It's very important. It makes you fall in love with the game. Absolutely. Who is your first favorite hockey player? Doug Gilmore. Doug Gilmore, your first favorite hockey player of all time. Yes. Nice. Yes. Yeah, it's not close to. Yeah. Like he was, uh, you always remember your first. Oh, no. Mine and that's why uh, getting to meet uh, Gilmore and interview him a couple years ago was a career highlight for me. Yeah, I had the same thing happen to me. Larry Robinson, my first favorite hockey player. Watching a hockey game, seven, eight years old, watching that guy in the ice. Says, Who's that? I want to do that. That looks like fun. Looks like he's having fun doing it, too. And it was the skating. It was the hitting. It was everything that he was doing out on the ice. I, I fell in love with Larry Robinson. Helped me fall in love with the game of hockey. So let's do this. Let's start with our favorite Montreal Canadiens lineup. Okay. So this, so, is, so this is just to clarify here. Yes. You have to have seen the player play. So for me, I'm not eligible to say the Rocket or Guy Lafleur. Or one of those type of guys. But it's it has your to, favorite, so that's fine. Yeah, but it has to, you have to watch. You yeah. can't you can't just say it's your favorite from watching highlights. Yeah, I get it. Okay. Uh, also, I am going to go by position. Okay, that's fine with me. Because I think it makes it a little bit more of a difficult As will game. I. Okay. I have no problem. So you want me to start? Yeah, you you go ahead. You're I and and for Canadians, I, sometimes I feel like I can guess. Okay. So on uh, left wing. Yes. I am going to go with Shane Corson. Shane Corson? I'm going to go with Shane Corson as my left winger. I think it helps uh, that, uh, you know, we saw him out partying a couple years ago, and he's a hoot. Um, His personality has a lot to do with it. Yeah. You know, he also uh, played for the Maple Leafs, Sean. You know, I have a soft spot for that team. Mm -hmm. Uh, He was tough, could score goals, and he was a power forward. And the Canadians have not had a lot of those power forward type of guys that have had success, so I'm going to go with Shane Corson on the left. And now a scrap might start at center ice, and the two combatants, Corson and Domi. These are two heavyweights, and Corson is a tough customer through a couple of right hands in on Domi. Domi gets the left hand loose and tries to storm back, but look at Corson go with the right hand. Now Domi is firing roundhouse left hands. Oh, he's got Corson wobbly a little bit, I think. Corson went down to one knee anyway, and Domi keeps pounding. And now Corson comes back with the right again. This is something in the center ice area. Now, the right hand, freed, and knocked out by Corson. 
is Gomi. This was a heavyweight scrap. Tough, power forward, left winger. I have the same thing. I don't have Shane Corson. Who though. do you have? I have John LeClaire. John LeClaire. And for me... Scored I, more than uh, Corson did? I, uh, I didn't grow up a Montreal Canadiens fan. I grew up here in Montreal, and I did not grow up a Montreal Canadiens, but I followed the team. And I and I knew who. The, and at '93, it was my high school years mm-hmm. watching the '93 team, and I watched that playoff run and and everything about it. And I just loved John Leclaire. I loved him coming in on that lineup, him scoring some big goals. Um, he was my favorite player on that '93 team, John Leclaire. Here's a chance for Leclaire. Oh, and a roll by the open side. He got another crack at it. He scores. The Canadians win the game in overtime again. This time, very early, 34 seconds, the Canadians win it. Well, they have just done something no other team in Stanley Cup history has ever done win nine consecutive overtime games. They shared that record with the New York Islanders, and Harry, they've done it in one year. That's incredible. Hey, here's a shot. Log at a piece of that. Two on one. Montreal. Leclerc coming in. Gets it. He's in there. And can't get a shot. Rudy beat it up. But he does. They score. The Canadians score. Win the game. Another overtime victory for the Canadians. They find a way to win every time, and that's the tenth time. And I followed him when he went to Philadelphia and enjoyed uh, his time there where he became the, you know, part of one of the greatest lines. I think the line I have him on right now is pretty good with my all-time favorite lineup. But at left wing, I'm going with John LeClaire. All right. On right wing, Sean. Yes. I'm going to go to uh, a player that's very high on the all-time points list. Okay. I'm going to go with Mark Recchi. Mark Recchi. A Mark, lot of people's favorite. Mark Recchi. Smaller guy. Tons of points. Uh, really good offensive years with Montreal, and he was playing for the Canadians when I was really starting to get into hockey. Like, yeah, I watched in '93, and that's when I was starting to follow. I liked the Leafs back in '93 more than I liked the Habs. Then the Habs won the Stanley Cup. Then I went to my first uh, game ever uh, a year or two later, and Mark Recchi was their best offensive player. So, uh, Mark Recchi, a pretty easy answer at right wing. I mean, some honorable mentions to uh, to Gallagher and to uh, to Kovalev and to Radulov, but I'm going to go with Mark Recchi on right wing. Well, one of your honorable mentions is my favorite right winger, and I don't care if it was only a season. To me, when it came to Montreal Canadiens players and my my favorite, I was excited when they got Radulov. I, you know how I felt about them trying to re-sign Radulov. I wanted to watch him every night. I enjoyed watching him. And when he was in Nashville, I enjoy watching him when he's in Dallas now. But his time in Montreal was special because I got to come to the Bell Center every night and watch somebody play hockey with his heart, you know, on your sleeve, on both sleeves. I mean, his heart was all over his body. He went out there, and when he hits the ice, he loves the game. And I love watching players with that kind of passion. And it's Alex Radulov's passion for hockey that made me fall in love with him. And and it's weird because you know some of my favorite all-time players, some of them don't have that passion level that Radulov does. Let me score! Radulov! Radulov! Alex Radulov, easy answer for me at right wing because of how hard he works and how much he loves the game of hockey. 
At center, Sean, I am going to go with uh, – this one's easy. I'm going to go with Saku Koivu. Good choice. I don't even think I have to elaborate. Une inspiration pour bien d'autres. Le capitaine, le numéro 11, number 11, Saku Koivu. It's a great choice. One of my favorites when it comes to the Montreal Canadiens down the middle. I did not choose Saku Koivu. Who'd you go with? You get one guess. I get one guess. You get one guess. My favorite. Montreal Canadiens. Oh, it's uh, your boy Thomas Plakanitz. Look. Play on it. winds up. Scores! With a shot off the post and in. I have so much respect what he did with the Canadians throughout his organization, throughout his time with the organization. And people are like, why do you like... I From the get-go, when he was in Hamilton and watching you know him progress and coming up to the Canadians, he started on a fourth line. Then he went to a third line. He got to the Canadian second line. He became their number one centerman for a couple of years. And then he came down, like it was such a progression. Then he was a second line guy. And then he was a third line guy again, a shutdown. He finished as a fourth line guy. It was just watching the evolution of a thousand game career with one organization. I know he went to Toronto and he was good for the Leafs. He was perfect for the Leafs. Uh, Thomas Buchanan's, I remember, and this is this is funny. This is a funny story for Thomas Buchanan's. I told you I wasn't a Canadiens fan growing up, okay? And uh, I maybe it was because I was a contrarian, but then before I even got into working at the station, because at the station you throw fandom out the side, but the Canadians, this was, we're talking about, I started in 2007. We're talking about 2004, 5, 6, and Thomas Buchanan's is just coming up with the Canadians. And I had a white Canadian's jersey that was given to me. And I'm going to the playoff games with my friends. We're going out to the bars and cheering. I'm like, man, it's hard because I'm not a fan, but we're all having a good time. I'm like, you know what? Maybe it's time for me just to get on this train. And I was like, I'm going to get take my white jersey, and I'm going to get Thomas Placanitz number 35 on the back. I was that close. And then, you know, then I kind of quit my job and got into radio. I was like, ah, I can't go get a jersey. But that's, that's I, I would see, was, uh, I almost got a jersey with number 35. So that sh- throws back to the time when he had it. Retro. Yeah. Retro. Right. On defense. On defense, I'm going to go with uh, Andre Markov. Yes. And Sheldon Sure. Sheldon Sure. Yeah, I always loved watching him uh, hmm. tee up a slap shot. Yeah. And he was a big reason why the Canadians had some pretty good power plays uh, back in the day. Ryder looks up and finds Surrey. A minute five to go on the penalty to Mark Recky. Ryder gets himself in a shooting position. Those cross eyes. Boy, the redirect by Markov. Oh, was that surgical. And he also had a physical edge to him, right? So I, I always appreciated Sheldon Surrey's game. Uh, my defense, I can tell you who's my first favorite hockey player. Larry Robinson. Larry Robinson, hands down, is there. Robinson with a hard shot at Irvin. He's a good fighter. Look out, there's a third man in. Marat goes in. With 15 seconds to go, third man doesn't mean a great deal. Oh, Robinson's giving Teddy That's a problem really going over. Really giving it to Teddy. And Marat knew he was getting... Marat sure joined this team, didn't he? And you and I have one player in common on here. Markov. It is not Sheldon Surrey. It is Andre Markov. Andre Markov uh, just... I keep saying this. I say maybe one of the greatest all-around Russian defensemen 
of all time, providing the offense and the defense. Very underrated for his defensive play. I think it came to light later in his career when his offensive numbers went down a little bit. It's like, wow, he's so good. And, you know, the way he was able to bounce back and play after those knee injuries, I thought was also incredible. And maybe there's something about, you know I have soft spot for Russian players, but how stoic he was. Puts on the brakes, spots an open man, Marco scores! I, I like that about him. He didn't need to talk. He just needed to go out in there and play hockey. Maybe he didn't have as much emotion as Radulov, but uh, I had so much re- respect for the way that uh, Andre Markov played. And I already told you the story about Larry Robinson, uh, watching him you know, skate and be there, the size. and every, He was just he was, he was almost the perfect defenseman. If you were to build a defenseman, you know, from scratch mm-hmm. with all the assets. Larry Robinson might be that guy that you want to build. There's a yeah. couple out there, but, I mean, Larry Robinson is a pretty good prototype to have. And in goal, it's not close. Uh, my goalie is going to be Patrick Waugh. Able to get the puck out of their own end. McClellan to Sandstrom with Allison. And a glove save! What a save by Waugh! Sean, I remember uh, my first uh, hockey game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was at the Montreal Forum, obviously. And the Canadians were taking on the Philadelphia Flyers. And my dad, in the warm-up, he was telling me, because, you know, I'm a kid. Yeah. He, and he tells me, that's the best goalie in the world, points at Patrick Waugh, and pointed to the Flyers warming up and said, that's going to be the best player in the league, pointing at Eric Lindros. He was right with one of the two. <laughs> hey, Eric Lindros was the best player in the league one year. It's probably the year he said that. <laughs> it was either his, uh, it was, uh, I think, his second year in the one, league. Yeah, but one or two He years. might have won the MVP that year. He was, uh, he was very good in, in when the league was fit for him. He was very good. Too bad he had those concussions because I thought he was uh, a, a great player. With he was a great player. Yeah. Uh, for me, it's easy. Patrick Waugh. Yeah. Uh, and you know what it was? Because it, it comes down to me, I, for goaltenders, I love winners. I can't really hear what Jeremy says because I got my two Stanley Cup wings plug in my ear <laughs> I really really do which is when we get into our uh, our uh, all-time favorite players at each position that might be another story but I just Patrick Waugh um, for the Canadians easy for me he, he, he showed up he won he's cup winner uh, that's that's why he was one of my favorites uh, that is our uh, so go over your lineup again uh, for your all-time Montreal Canadiens favorite by the way this is favorite this is just reasons why you're favorite this is uh my favorite lineup on the hot topic podcast mitch gallus sean campbell corson koivu recce koivu again tied up but corson is on it center to koivu we must score recce gives montreal the first goal they're leading one to nothing markov surrey Patrick Waugh. For me, Leclerc, Placanitz, Radulov, Robinson, Markov, Patrick Waugh. Only uh, Markov and Waugh the same. All right. I wonder on our favorite all-time NHL lineup if we have any crossover. Probably not. So much to choose from. Yeah. Interesting. All right. I'll let you start since I started on the last one. All right. uh, For me, uh, this one is uh, my forwards are easy. My forwards are very, very easy. You could probably pick them all out. But uh, I'm going to go with, uh, at uh, left wing, Ilya Kovalchuk. Ilya Kovalchuk. Everyone's like, Ilya Kovalchuk. And I know he's not the player he used to be. 
And I know when he got drafted by the Atlanta Thrashers in 2001, first overall. But I remember him playing at the World Junior Hockey Championship. And I told you I like players of passion. And Kovalchuk was a guy that a lot of people loved the physicality that Ovechkin had. Kovalchuk 100% has that. He, he would, when, he was, when he started, he was physical, he was fast, he was agile. He has uh, one of the most accurate one-timers uh, slap shots in, in the world when he was on his game. But he played a world junior game, and he scored into an empty net. And he was so excited for Russia to score and win. He was fist pumping as he was put into the empty net. Alexander Broshkin, I, I have that vivid image. I was like, man, this guy's on the Thrashers. I got to watch the Thrashers all the time. And then people ask me, that, how did I get, that is the moment, watching him in a World Junior Championship score. And I, uh, I followed his career from, from start to finish, 100%. So that was your left winger? That was my left winger. I'm going to go with uh, left wing. It's going to be Alex Ovechkin, the right-handed shooting Alex Ovechkin on the left side of the ice. Uh, Sean, talk about passion. He brought that. Talk about physicality. He brought that. And quite honestly, I think he's the greatest goal scorer in NHL history. Uh, it's not even out of the realm of possibility that he breaks uh, Wayne Gretzky's record. Might have to uh, keep scoring at a pretty high clip over the next five years, mm-hmm. but it's uh, it's in his sights now. And I still love watching him play to this day. And we were doing a post-game show uh, a little while ago, and you mentioned how everyone in the building... Uh, they have that feeling when Shea Weber's about to shoot, yeah. when you're watching Ovechkin, even th- on television, uh, the same thing shines through. Uh, the last game I saw in the stands, which was a couple of years ago, because I'm here all the time, was a Washington Capitals game, and I just stared at Ovechkin all night. I, I absolutely love him. At center, um, one of my favorite players growing up, I, li- I, I like uh, Les Gars de Chez nous. Uh, when, it, when it came to conversations of Wayne versus Mario, for me, it wasn't even close. Mario, Mario, Mario. Minnesota on and right in front of the Gamber Had to be good to stop Garazan. Here's Lemieux. The center penalty coming up. Look at Lemieux. Oh, my heavens. What a goal. What a move. Lemieux. Oh, baby. He was one of those guys that if he was on the television... I stopped. I turned it on. I had to watch. Uh, when he left the game, I was devastated. When he came back, I've never been more excited. Mario Lemieux, uh, he had size, strength, agility. He could do it all. Loved Mario from start to finish in his career. And I think he was the greatest player ever. I think there's an argument that can be made uh, for Mario Lemieux being the greatest player ever. Uh, maybe it's the contra- contrarian in me. I didn't want to go with Gretzky or Lemieux. This is our favorite list, not necessarily the best list. No, but it's the thing. Like, I, he, it's not. I know he. I, I yeah. just said that. I think he may be the best ever, but he was my favorite. But uh, you know who my favorite player is, so I have to go with him. He plays center. It's Peter Forsberg. The game in Florida, we we, had, we were down five nothing. I think uh, halfway through the game and. And then something happened with Pete, and he just took off. And I think we won 7-5, and I mean, he was in on every goal. I can't remember. I think he had three goals, four assists, or, or, or something like that. And, but uh, but see him take over in the second half of the game, I mean, it, I mean, he absolutely carried the whole game, carried our team. He willed us to win that game. And was, I mean, you see highlights of that game right there. It was amazing what he did. The Avalanche came into this game. 
with a nine-game undefeated streak on the road. Forsberg's side of the goal in front. He scores! Forsberg, what a play! Actually scored that one from his knees. I love Peter Forsberg's combination. Uh, he was the first, to me, the first European player that I would watch, and I'd be like, man, he plays like a North American. Yeah. Uh, especially early. Like People remember him a bit later in his career uh, when he went back to Philadelphia, and he was... Uh, just making nice passes on the power play. Back in his prime with Colorado, Sean, this guy was tough. He was he smart, two-way player, both ends of the ice, could score, could make amazing passes, crazy vision, and I always just loved watching him play. Such a big reason why uh, those Colorado teams had so much success in the late 90s. At right wing, uh, slam dunk, easy. Uh, maybe I might put him in my all-time best lineup, too, because you mentioned Ovechkin being one of the greatest goal scorers. This guy has a better goals-per-game average than Alex Ovechkin. And what could have been if he did not have nine knee surgeries, Pavel Bure. I've watched Pavel Bure once, fell in love, and all I want to do is watch him play hockey. Yes, he was known for speed, but what I will tell you when you watch him, he was amazing at changing gears just from... When he comes on the defense, he's already coming in fast, and then it's it's just another gear. He loved to entertain. He loved to score. He had a passion for it. I know he didn't have the personality to deal with the limelight, but at the same time, I absolutely loved watching him play. Uh, favorite player all time for me. Brown ahead for Murray. Murray going in. He scores. Campbell Murray has won it for the Vancouver Canucks. On uh, defense, I'm going to go with... Did you oh, sorry, I didn't give you the right wing. Yeah. Uh, on right wing, I'm going to go with Theo Fleury. Oh. Messier gives it away. Here's Fleury looking for his first goal of the series. Scores! And Theron Fleury and the Flames are in seventh heaven. Uh, Theo Fleury, Sean, just uh, a menace to play against. You know, and him as well, right? What could have been if he didn't have so many off-the-ice uh, struggles... Um, obviously, we know his backstory, yeah. very intense uh, life that he's had to live. But man, oh man, when it came to uh, being there for a big game or a big moment, Theo Fleury was always there. And I just had so much respect for him being able to do what he was able to do at such a small size. Yeah, uh, love it. Absolutely love it. On defense, I, I, don't, I this is not a cop-out, by the way, because I have a lot of defensemen that I really like. It's the same as my Montreal Canadiens lineup. Larry Robinson and Andre Markov. Markov! Two Montreal Canadiens make my all-time favorite list, too. And on defense, I, I, lo- I love Carlson. Eric Carlson is close to me. There's another defenseman, honorable mention. I have to mention him. And you know this. Tobias Enstrom. Tobias Enstrom with the Thrashers. He went to the Jets. One of the most underrated, underappreciated defensemen ever in the National Hockey. He produced points. He was good in his own zone. Uh, no one really knew how good he was. Uh, I, he may be my third favorite, but I couldn't come up with anybody to dethrone how much I loved watching Andre Markov. And maybe that's because I got to watch him live and to, like, to appreciate that. And I'm not knocking off my first favorite player. I can't. So making my all-time list, I'm giving you both defensemen right now, for the same reasons for my Canadians, is Markov and Robinson. I, I, I tried to find someone else. Couldn't. They're still my favorites. And I'll go with uh, the most perfect player you'll ever see, Nick Lidstrom. Plays it back to Lidstrom. Fire scores! Lidstrom wins it for Detroit! 
He was, and, he was on my list, too. Uh, you know, probably the best defenseman ever after Bobby Orr. Never watched Bobby Orr, so Nick Lidstrom is the best defenseman I ever watched. And, man, just a mean player, Chris Pronger. Pronger is one of hockey's most imposing and intimidating players. If it's dirty hit, then you have to take it. Sticks, arms, elbows, helmets flying. Hated playing against Chris. Playing near the edge, you're going to cross it once in a while. A little dirty. Crossing the line if he has to. Borderline dirty, yeah. You know, the only people that really matter are the guys in the room. They don't seem to mind the way I play. And imagine if those two ever got to play as a, as a deep pair. Pronger and Lindstrom. That might be the best deep pair ever created. Oh, that's Pronger. What a, yeah, what a beast. And, and Pronger, by the way, I mentioned Larry Robinson being that mold. Might be Pronger, too. But you'd want Lindstrom's brain. Nick Lindstrom. In goal? In goal, I want. Do you think you can guess my goalie? Well, I'll just say mine's Dominic Hasek. Nice. Here's Hasek kicking it into the corner, right onto Bure's stick. Bure drops it off to Lume again. Lume right in the goal crease. Oh! Hasek just robbed Bure. Bure throws his arms up. He cannot believe it. Dominic Hasek robbed him blind. Um, you know, check background. Uh, really. Took the world by surprise at the uh, Nagano Olympics. Uh, one of the best runs that I've ever seen a goalie go on when yeah. uh, Buffalo played Dallas in the uh, Stanley Cup final. You mentioned goalies. Uh, you like winners. Was able to uh, win the Stanley Cup with the Detroit Red Wings later in his career. Uh, one of those guys that played in an era that featured Gretzky, Lemieux, Lindros, and was still able to win MVP awards. A uh, lot of time for Dominic Hasek. Do you think you can guess mine? I don't know, Kirk McLean? <laughs> I, I liked Kirk, but no, it's not Kirk McLean. No. Uh, Patrick? Uh, no, it's not Patrick. Broder? No, it's not Broder. Belfour? No. You're overthinking a little bit because you know how much I like this guy. I'm just going through goalies now, the yeah. best goalies that we, that we saw. It's not the best, but it's uh, one of my favorite, and uh, he was already debated because his career just ended, if he's a Hall of Famer or not, because he did not win a Stanley Cup. He did not have those major awards. That would be Roberto Luongo. Markov comes in and takes it away. The Bears can't do anything. Pacioretty back to Weber. Ball saved by Luongo as he rips it out of the air. What a stop. I just love it because the fans are just anticipating. They want that shot from Weber. Absolutely love Roberto Luongo. Uh, people may think it's just for personality and Twitter, but no. I was a Roberto Luongo fan from the get-go. And uh, followed his career. I was excited when he came to the Vancouver Canucks. I was excited, and I watched a lot of Florida Panthers games just because of Roberto Luongo. I was always hoping that he could finally pull that off and get that victory because he was uh, one of those guys that you just can rely on. A big Roberto Luongo fan. Nice. So, you, so your lineup again, Mitch Gallo, your favorite. Uh, this is uh, your favorite lineup, and this is for your all-time list. Go. Ovechkin, Forsberg, Theo Fleury, Lidstrom and Pronger, and Dominic Hasek. And I go Kovalchuk, and then Marilyn Lemieux with Pavel Bure, Robinson and Markov with Roberto Luongo in goal. That is uh, my favorite lineup. You can participate on the Hot Topic podcast by tweeting Mitch Gallo, Sean Campbell. That is uh, Mitch. Mm-hmm. Some pretty good teams we just put together. I would love to run a simulation where your team plays my team. Mario and Pavel Bure. That's all I'm thinking about. Yeah. Playing together. 
I'm, th- I'm thinking of the d- defense pairing of uh, Lidstrom and Pronger shutting down uh, those two players. You can't shut down Mario. I don't know, man. Nick Lidstrom is kind of like the Mario of defensemen. Yeah. Mario is Mario. Can't stop him. <laughs> and if you ask Nick Lidstrom, who is one of the hardest players to ever stop? Pavel Bure. There you go. All right. Hot Topic Podcast. Always fun to share our favorite players with you. And everybody has their own story of how they fell in love with a certain player, their first favorite player, their favorite player all time. And we encourage you to share your stories with us at Mitch Y. Gallo and Sean R. Campbell on Twitter or click and comment and like, rate, share. We look forward to your feedback. We hope you enjoyed part of our miniseries, My Favorite Lineup. But it's time for Mitch Gallo and I to get back to work with Episode 7. Check it out. It's coming very soon. The Hot Topic Podcast. I want to thank our sponsors. It's brought to you by Club Sportif CDL. Make sure you check them out online at www.clubcdl.com or on Facebook at Club CDL. Plus, betonline.ag. Sign up today and use that promo code Hot Topic and receive a 50% welcome bonus. And Eviva Greek Tavern. They're on Uber Eats. Skip the dishes. They have great lunch specials at $9.95 every day. They're at 4868 Sources Corner. Awesome. Loving. Stop! Kyle! Well, how's that for your entertainment value? Mitch and Sean, you guys are the greatest duo. Oh, uh... VBF. <laughs>